Well, I've got no doubt that as pharmacists, it's in our DNA to be multitaskers. We only need to look at our dispensary benches to see that. We're juggling phone calls, prescription baskets, DD entries, and often it's the DD entries that get pushed aside, simply because it's a manual process that's separated from our dispensary workflow. But what if it didn't have to be that way? Well, it doesn't. I've invited James Gold from Methsoft to share with us how we can utilize electronic DD books and take away all of that time and stress. Welcome to the Transformation Show, where successful pharmacy owners and technology partners help you to build a better 21st century pharmacy by embracing technology. Here is your host, Robert Starr. G'day everyone and welcome back to Transformation, the only dedicated podcast in the world where pharmacy and technology collide to bring you, the motivated pharmacy owner, all that you need to build your smarter, more successful 21st century business before it's too late. My name's Robert Starr, your host and guide on this fantastic journey of ours, all the way through to episode 67. Well, as the intro pointed out, I don't think a DD book is something that we'll ever miss if we can get rid of it. And today we're going to find out exactly how we can computerize and make that electronic so that it just slots in nicely into our workflow. Before we get across to James and our interview, how's your week been? Has it been a good one? Have you started to look at anything differently that you're going to do in the next half of 2015. It's obviously quite a number of new initiatives that are being discussed at the table for the six CPA, but there's a whole range of things that we've been speaking about as to what you can do in your pharmacy right now, and particularly in the retail space. And I mention retail because it's the center point of transformation issue number two. I'd encourage you to check out my editorial. I had a little bit of time before we published issue number two to just reflect on where 2015 has taken us and what perhaps we might be able to focus on that is within entirely our control, and that's 100%. And particularly retail is one of those things. So I invited Brian Walker to share with us his prescription for our retail success in episode 53 and we've been able to distill down some of the key points that you could utilize right now and that headlines our issue number two. As we mentioned last week there's heaps and heaps of content in there for you to get stuck into. There are nine critical areas in all of those areas of the Pharmacy Freedom Index that we talk about that you can sink your teeth into a bite-sized strategy where you can extract maximum benefit. And I encourage you, as I have done to many of our listeners and also clients that I've met with this week, to take the Pharmacy Freedom Index, even if it is your second time, just before you start reading the, the magazine as well, so that you can really maximize your best benefit and also be able to focus on what are those going to be those key areas. And I really encourage you to perhaps only pick three, otherwise you do end up with that three Stooges syndrome that I talk about where you just get stuck in the doorway and nothing will get done. But there's lots and lots of opportunity. So check it out, head across to Transformation Magazine com.au and it'll take you straight in there and as I've mentioned in the preview video which I will put in our show notes at robertstar.com episode 67 if you haven't already subscribed to Transformation Magazine and it is free there is $400 worth of transformation bonuses ready and waiting for you when you do that before June 30. And of course, if any of these opportunities come up and you just want to clarify it and you want to personalize it for you and your business, then I'm here for you. And as a lot of your colleagues, now over 100, have taken up a 90-minute discovery session, you'll leave that session feeling clear, confident, and in control of your next 12 months. Had a fantastic listener comment from Mike in New South Wales. And as I mentioned on this show, it is you guys that drive this show to help us innovate and improve it. And Mike's comment was about the show's format and also about the show notes as well. And Mike wrote, Dear Robert, have you considered breaking up the show into smaller portions or indexing the show as the as the last show was an hour long? Maybe you could do both a long show and also small portions so that we can access the bits that interest us. 
I was about halfway through the last show and I had to pause it to take a call. And when I unpaused it, I must have double clicked or something and it went back to the beginning and it was all too hard to find my place again. Love your enthusiasm and keep up the good work, Mike. Well, thanks, Mike. It's, an index is a fantastic idea. It's been something that's been sitting on the uh, on the surface for a little while now. Um, but if it's something that's going to help with your experience and no doubt all of our listeners, then I'll look to incorporate that from this show. Not four weeks time, but we'll do it in this show. So if you check out the show notes at robertstar.com forward slash episode 67, there are the key points of both the pre-interview, the interview and the post-interview for you to check out and just dial across to the time that suits you as well. And now has been around about where we've been for the last month. I'd love to know where, where you see that is, how we're going with it. Are the interviews getting a little bit too long? Are we getting through enough content or is it a lot of conversation? Sometimes the conversation allows us to extract some of these fantastic stories that really amplify the importance of a lot of the technology and the key messages and how it can be directly applied for your maximum benefit. But if you'd like to see a smaller format, uh, please let me know. As I said, this show is driven by you guys and I'll do what you guys would love me to do. So today's show is brought to you again by Audible. And for you, the listeners of The Transformation Show, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. As I've mentioned in the past, I use it all the time. And at the moment, I'm listening to, or still listening to, as I mentioned in the last week's show, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, which at the, which you could also download if you like, uh, for trying for free at audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash transformation. I'll pop the link in the show notes as well. And you can grab your free audiobook as well. So we're going to head into our interview now. Um, it's a fantastic one to build upon our momentum we created last week with Hua and Nam from Z Software because there's so many efficiencies within our dispensary workflow. It's probably the most repeatable process in our business and anything we can do to make ourselves more productive and save time and particularly stress when it comes to non-compliance with DDs, it's a no-brainer as well. I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you on the other side. Our interview today is with James Gold. He's the Head of Marketing and Business Development at Methsoft, who create products for pharmacies to help them improve efficiency and compliance. James Gold, welcome to The Transformation Show. It's great to be here, Robert. Thanks for having me. Oh, look, terrific, James. And it was fantastic catching up with you and Carl at APP. And I know you were inundated and a lot of our colleagues have been talking very good things about uh, the products that you're putting together. So I'm hoping that our listeners can take a lot away from it. And hopefully uh, all of the days of the DD books are well and truly behind us. Yeah, we're hoping. Um, look, we had a great APP. There was a lot of people there came and saw us. And it's good to meet in the you know, many of our thousands of customers nationally, and um, it was terrific, and uh, we can't wait to get up there again next year. Yeah, fantastic. And I guess a lot of our listeners love to know, I guess, how our guests come onto the show and I guess what their interests are in pharmacy. They'll identify that you're not a pharmacist, but uh, you may have a, a, right. a, fa a family link there that you yeah, can share with Yeah, my, my father's uh, still a pharmacist. He's retired now, but he does a lot of like work. Uh, he was a pharmacist. He's been a pharmacist for uh, probably about 40-odd years um, in Melbourne, and he had a, a pharmacy in Frankston for probably 35 of those 40 years. Before that, he was in Williamstown, and before that, he was in Sydney. Um, and I used to work as a young boy in the pharmacy, and um, he had a, a fairly a large methadone program there as well. So um, I got to see a lot of uh, different uh, aspects of, of the pharmacy world uh, from a very young age. And I guess having seen that from a young age and seen obviously a lot of changes come through the industry, what's been your take of what's been happening recently? Oh, look, I mean, you know, from our point of view, it's just uh, we can see technology really being embraced in pharmacy. Um, you know, you look at, you know, in the 70s and 80s, you know, everything was done, even 90s and even today, you know, for some in some instances, 
um, everything was done, you know, sort of manually. Things were like, you know, well, the products that we have, you know, uh, write, write, write uh, everything down in a book. And if there's a better and easier way to do it that can uh, make the pharmacist's life a lot easier, um, you know, I think that we're, we're going down that path. And, um, you know, technology in pharmacy is, is certainly something that's being embraced, which is, which is great for, for us and great for the industry. Yeah, and look, it's, it's a huge number of problems that obviously sometimes technology can come in and solve. Um, and I guess, you know, um, Carl's also, you know, followed on from his father, Jack, in the company as well. And I guess when, when, when it started up, you know, what was, I guess, the, the problem that you guys had identified that you were looking to solve? <clears throat> sure. Well, I remember just speaking to, you know, my father and, and obviously Carl's been to his father, um, you know, pharmacists are very, very busy. You know, they're doing hundreds of scripts a day and, um, uh, you know, they don't have much time to do sort of administrative tasks. And, um, you know, some if you, you know, obviously with Schedule 8 uh, medications, um, you know, government legislation uh, requires that they uh, keep a record of all those transactions, whether it's um, medications um, coming in or, or, or coming out or being transferred. Um, they've got to keep records of that and it's the same with, um, opioid um, opioid programs as well. So um, we identified uh, a while back um, that there was a, a need for um, better processes in that area, and uh, you know n not at the expense of compliance. In fact, um, our, the great thing about our products is they, in many respects, enforce compliance, uh, which makes health departments, uh, you know, nationally, um, you know, or state by state, are very very happy. So, yeah, that's sort of a little bit of background. Of, uh, we, we saw a, a, a need and, um, you know, we, we've been very successful at, um, you know, uh, I guess um, our products have been really, really successful um, nationally, um, you know, because there has been that need. Yeah, and, and look, it's something that you see all the time, you know, um, in, the, in the dispensary, it's often when you get inundated with a number of customers and a huge influx of prescriptions, you know, the DD books tend to be the uh, the thing that gets pushed push aside and uh, the post-it notes tend to pile up on, on the side and uh, I guess, you know, yes. that's where things can go missing and, uh, you know, ultimately then when you go back exactly. at the beginning of the next day and have to uh, reconcile the balances, uh, you know, then you've got to, you know, go on a bit of a fact-finding mission to find out who did yeah. this and who hasn't done this. It, it and can get messy. Yeah, and, and, and ultimately, mm -hmm. you know, the last thing you want is, I guess, one, to have obviously the errors there in the first place, but uh, obviously secondly, you know, then have to, you know, <laughs> call up the, uh, the dreaded uh, Department of Human Services to come in uh, and, and check everything up because your balances are too far apart, which is obviously the extreme example of what could happen. Mm, exactly yeah. yeah and and i guess in terms of like the electronic dd book you know the way in which i suppose a lot of us may be imagining you know is, is it actually an electronic dd book or is it something that is very much uh integrated into uh, our dispense systems very good question um it actually operate it can operate as both so it's a windows based based system that um historically has been used as a standalone uh, product um, and in itself the standalone product is still amazing uh, um, amazing works amazingly well and it's it's much uh, you know quicker and easier than than the manual paper based but recently and when I say recently in the last uh, you know 12 to 18 months um, we have uh, integrated with pretty much all the main dispensing um, uh, software vendors um, you know such as um, you know uh, Fred and, 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 you know, Corum's got two products, you know, uh, Lots and Amfac, where um, is in the next update, the integration and Minfos and, you know, Pharmacy Pro and, and uh, Simple Retail's product, Aquarius, and uh, there's others coming along. And um, so we will pretty much have just about 100% of the market very shortly. And the integration is a huge benefit because, um, you know, how the pharmacists describe it, 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 in effect, eliminates double entry. You know, you dispense your, um, your Schedule 8 medication through your um, whatever you're using, whether it's Fred or, or whatever, um, that the pure act of doing that, um, the data will automatically be transferred across to DD Book as a pending list, and you just have to just double click on the listing, pop in your password, and um, they get done very, very quickly, very accurately, and very easily. So it's a, it's a huge win for all pharmacists. 
Mm. Yeah, and, and I guess the integration, look, a lot of different technology partners that we've, we've spoken to on the show as well have battled with integration. Is it something that has been easy for you, for you to do? Oh. And, 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 and is it a pure integration or is there still a little bit of additional manual entries that you need to yeah, do in some exceptions? That's a very good question. Look, integration, it was always, I guess, it was, the, the hardest is always the first one to get because, um, you know, I guess when... You know, when everyone sees the benefit of it and all the other vendors see it, um, you know, they all sort of come come in. But um, it, from a technical point of view, look, I'm not a, I'm not a tech expert, but um, my understanding is it hasn't been hard to integrate at all. It's, I think it's just, you know, connecting with the database um, of, the, um, of the software. Um, I guess that the more, you know, the harder battles was actually getting, um, you know, the vendors to agree to it. But once they did, um, you know, they all came on board fairly quickly. And it's been, you know, I mean, it's, it's a triple benefit, really. You know, it's benefit for the, um, for the pharmacist, obviously, that, you know, it's, you know it, it helps to enforce compliance. It helps to, um, you know, save them a lot of time. Um, you know, and it, it's helpful for the um, dispense vendors as well because um, that they keep their customers happy. Um, and it also is, is a benefit for the health department because, um, the, it, you know, from the compliance point of view, they're, they're, you know, they're very happy about it. But also if they ever have to audit the pharmacy, uh, the reporting that's in DD Book um, makes that process so much quicker and easier and better. Um, you know, I mean, you, we can filter by anything. You know, the DD book can filter by anything you need, whether it's um, uh, if, if you need to get a, a certain patient who maybe they, you know, the, the terminology might be doctor shopping, so to speak. You know, mm. we can bring up a patient history at the press of a button um, and, you know, uh, or for a certain medication or for a certain period of time or for certain locations. So all of that data, um, you know, we, we've got access to and we can provide to whoever needs it um, very, very quickly and easily. And the old method, you know, you might have to search back, you know, six different books and it'd probably take you half a day to find that information. So there, there's huge benefits for everyone involved um, to, to go electronic, um, in, in, you know, with, with, a, with a DD book. Yeah, and I, and I guess as we're starting to evolve in Australia around the concepts of e-health and, you know, we've only just heard the announcement that uh, when everyone's going to get one by default right now and uh, then you'll have to physically opt out if you choose and obviously that's going to drive uptake and uh, use within various health practices. But uh, are you being approached or is that something that um, you're being asked to, I guess, provide those DD compliance records to an e-health database for the Department of Health because there's been a number of e-health projects thrown around around doctor shopping yeah. and universal um, uh, medication records across all pharmacies. Yeah, look, it hasn't been. Um, it, it hasn't. Uh, we haven't been approached yet. However, um, look, uh, how would I put? It's something that you know we we might expect they might approach us for. So um, yeah, this this is all I guess in the future. I think that. Um, you know, we, we certainly, uh, you know, we hope to be engaging the health department with uh, with anything that they require from a reporting point of view because, you know, we have a lot of data and we believe it'll be a benefit to them. Yeah. And, and I guess to the type of program that you're integrating into the pharmacy systems, is it something that um, I guess needs to be physically installed on the pharmacy computers yeah. or is it something that, you know, is, is it like an internet plug-in, so to speak? Yeah, it's a very, very good question. Um, it is basically, I mean, the, the download and install process, which is also part of the attraction of DDBook, it is a very, very quick process. We, we basically send them a link. Um, they just register with a MathSoft account, um, just create a username and password. And then there's another link to download the software. It's just an exe file. It takes about five minutes. And uh, once that, uh, they just run it on, their, um, on, on any computer terminal that they want. And uh, within five minutes, they have the program. It's that easy. Um, so it's, it's really, really easy. It can obviously be uh, put onto um, additional dispensary terminals as well and, and synced so that if you update on one terminal, it obviously updates on, on the others that uh, the program is on. Um, so it's a, it's a very, very simple process um, and it can all be done remotely, um, so, which, is, which is great. Um, yeah. yeah, it's really scalable product. 
And I, and I guess one of the biggest challenges that I've seen in the past with some of those systems, and you know, notwithstanding that may not be the problem for you guys, is that you have to install that master um, license on the server, um, and then yep. you know individually configure the other dispense terminals. And whenever you have to update, you've got to go onto the server, update things there, and then let it filter down. Is that how it works for you guys? No, so uh, you, you can basically uh, download Dirty Book on any dispensing terminal you want. Um, it doesn't have to be on the server. You know, we, we recommend it to be um, on a you know one of the terminals that you dispense off the most. That's just probably from a, you know logistical point of view, it makes sense to do that. Uh, but you can have it on one or, or more um, computer terminals in your pharmacy. And it's just from, a, I guess, from a convenience point of view, you know, a lot of pharmacies have two, three, four, you know, we, we have Dirty Book on, uh, you know, sorry, there are pharmacies up there that probably have it on seven or eight terminals, the, the really busy ones. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's just a matter of, I guess, personal preference in the pharmacy. But it doesn't have to be on the server. It can, it can be, you know, on, on any computer terminal um, that, uh, that the pharmacy, uh, you know, wants it to be on. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I guess as we as we start to step into, I guess the mould of how that may work in our in our pharmacies. So if we're talking about a pharmacy that's never used um, DD books previously, or DD electronic DD books previously. Um, and they're mm. transitioning at the moment. Obviously, they've got all of their manual books and so forth. Is, sure. is there something that you do to archive those, or is it simply a case that once they decide to want to go to an electronic DD book, that's the point in time where everything from that point will be, uh, I guess, digitised or electronic, and everything is, in the past will just have yes. to stay that way? That's exactly right. So obviously, you know, there's, you know, all, all the records they have in their books, you know, they just keep it in the in the books. So um, from the day that you decide to go electronic, all the data will be housed in the software. Um, so there's no no requirement whatsoever to use books uh, ever again from that point on. Obviously, you know, it's important to keep the books, <laughs> um, you know, from a, from a historical point of view, keep them um, somewhere in the pharmacy if ever they get audited or, you know, the health department wants to see prior to using DD, the electronic DD book of what they've done. But from the day you get DD book, there's no requirement to use um, the paper, paper books whatsoever. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the data is very secure. Um, it's saved in multiple locations. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's basically uh, where, where it's at. And, and I guess with that, is that uh, an on-site on, on backup and then you also provide yes. a off-site backup to a, that's cl a cloud That's correct. So we give them two like backups. Yeah, so well, the second back. So the, the the first backup is is locally, you know, generally to their you know their their the computer that they're working on. But obviously, we know that you know, um, if, just in the case the computer gets a virus or blows up for some reason or whatever, um, there's a second backup which um, it's really up to the pharmacist where they choose to put that backup. Generally, um, it's on either a USB stick or an external hard drive for the pharmacist to keep uh, safe wherever, or it can be backed up um, to the server or backed up really wherever they want um, so that they've got it in a second location so that if, you know, God forbid something happens to the computer, they still have the data somewhere else. Yeah. No, it's good when these things can be automated because it's just one one other thing that you don't have to think about. And I, and I guess on a, a, a in in a uh, in an operational sense when we're when we're dispensing, is it something whereby you once it's installed, it will simply just pop up to create that entry, or do you need to have multiple screens yeah. running? No, no, not really. You just have to have the the DD book screen growing. So. In, I mean, when it's integrated, obviously, um, you know, uh, let, let's just say that the the, um, the software is Fred. Um, you just simply just dispense your DD through Fred as per normal, right? Um, and then what, what you do, you you don't you obviously go to DD Book, open it up. It's, if it's on the same computer, it's it's very easy. Um, there'll just be an icon there, and you just press uh, traditionally you just press the supply to patient button, and all the DDs you've done um, up until that point of the day will come across as a pending list. And you just basically, you've got three options, really. Uh, for the vast majority of the time, you'll simply just double-click on the listing, whether it's an endone script for whoever, and uh, pop in your password, and then the listing gets created with the relevant data, you know, the date, the time, uh, the name of the pharmacist, the, the, you know, the name of the drug, the strength of the drug, um, the, the quantity dispensed, and uh, any other relevant you know, comments or notes or any other relevant information. Um, but you can still manually override the listing if you need to, such as, if you, in example, if you've got a partial supply, let's say you don't have it, let you, you, you've dispensed 50 endone tablets through 
your, your dispense uh, system, but you don't have enough drugs in, in the safe, you don't have enough endone in the safe, you might only have 30 tablets in the safe, um, so 20 would go into a partial su supply. So you can manually override the 50 um, supplied to be 30 supplied and 20 remaining. Um, so you can still uh, do manual overrides for, for whatever reason you need to. Or third option is you can actually delete um, the listing off the pending list if for some reason it's been brought across in error or you don't want it to come across for, for whatever reason that may be. Um, so that's, I guess, from a process point of view how it mm. works. It, it's very, very simple and easy. Um, and, uh, yeah, pharmacists get it within, you know, within... A few seconds, really, they understand how it works. Well, I guess it's just about you know creating a a, a, a process that can be managed at the time of dispensing, uh, you know, yeah. uh, rather than having to you know wait for a uh, I guess a, a gap in the time frame of all the customers flowing in to actually go back and reconcile all your DD entries that you are actually able to do that as you go. Yeah. Um, and I guess from a security point of view, you mentioned their passwords, so each pharmacist yes. would have their own login and passwords. So that that is Correct. It's and and I guess in terms of that, because a lot of our pharmacists perhaps may have dispense techs working with them. Uh, mm -hmm. Does it deal with a scenario where you've got a dispense tech preparing it for them, and then you have a pharmacist counter signing, or yes. um, you know that kind of scenario? Absolutely. So just getting back to the password. So um, for the actual system, the DD book system, there is a, a what, what's called a, a manager's password, who traditionally would be the proprietor or the pharmacist manager. Um, in the pharmacy, and they are, I guess, the administrator of the uh, of the system. Um, so, you know, if you have to add new pharmacists or new locums or anything like that, only they really have the authority to do that. Um, so there's that manager's password. Then there's obviously individual pharmacist passwords um, for their regular dispensing. And for dispense techs, um, obviously they have passwords as well because they are allowed to obviously dispense uh, schedulates, but uh, they're not allowed to sign off on them, so to speak. So that has to get countersigned by a pharmacist. So what actually happens is that um, there is an, a pending countersign uh, button in DD Book, where basically the listing would get created by in red. Like let's say the dispense tech did it, it would be created in red. That alerts the pharmacist in charge that they have to countersign that entry, and they just go to the pending countersign, um, press the button. There'll be a list of the ones that need to be countersigned, and then they would just simply uh, put in their um, their password um, to ensure that um, all the information is correct. So yeah, that's that's basically the process yeah. there. Now, cool. And, and I guess in terms of the signing, is it each pharmacist or dispense tech creating an electronic signature or do you have some kind of signature pad that people actually sign? No, it's it's actual, it's it's password. So um, in DD Book, there is a password, uh, you know, they, they would create a password um, that they would use that obviously would only be known by them. Yeah. Um, so whenever they, you know, create, you know, let's say they dispense an, an endone script, the pharmacist then uh, would have to put in their password to essentially verify and create the listing. Um, so that's that's how it works. With our other product, um, MethDA, one of our other products, MethDA, which is for the more for the uh, opioid dispensing, um, that can integrate with an electronic signature pad, but that's for the patients. Um, in certain jurisdictions and, and states, such as Victoria and South Australia, it's... Um, I believe it's a requirement to get a, uh, a signature, a, a patient signature for their dose. Um, so um, they um, they would just sign on a pad, and then that would integrate with the software. So it keeps a record of the um, all the uh, the signatures. But uh, for DD Book, then that that's not needed. So it's just uh, just pharmacist passwords essentially. Yeah, yeah, and I guess when you start to add up all of these things, it's, it's going to save a tremendous amount of time and obviously stress to be able to actually come back and reconcile all these things as well as the potential Absolutely. for the audits that you do internally or externally. Have you done any uh, time in motion studies of, I guess, how much time a typical pharmacy is saving? Sure. Look, um, it, it's hard to judge because each pharmacy is different and they do different amounts of DDs, but, I mean, the best, I guess, uh, the best, how would I put it? Um, not not uh, litmus test. That's not the right word. The best um, feedback is the right word. I want the the best feedback we received. I mean, just up at APP, um, just recently in March. I mean, we had hundreds of customers who are existing use, users of our product come up to us and say things like, you know, this is the best thing since sliced bread. You know, we had one lady come up to us and saying, 30, 30 years of pharmacy. This is 
finally, this is the one product that is actually uh, uh, very, very useful to us. And, you know, um, pharmacists can save hours and hours a week, um, you know, on, on their administrative tasks um, just from not, not having to write out every time in the, in, in the book, um, every time they uh, dispense or receive a Schedule 8 medication. So um, obviously the time savings is, you know, from a practical point of view, is, is of huge benefit to the pharmacist, and that's why, one of the reasons why they love the product. But also, I mean, it's, it's more, um, you know, just as importantly is the whole, um, you know, reduction of errors and, and, and enforcing compliance um, that also make, makes it a very attractive product. I mean, you know, if you forget to write down, which, you know, you shouldn't happen, but if you do forget to write down your details or you've made mistakes in the book, um, you know, you might have to spend a lot of time, you know, reconciling that and working out where, you know, where you've gone wrong. But, I mean, if you, if you do, if you, Dispense with integration, you know, if you just dispense it through whatever your dispense uh, software you have, you, you can never forget to do your DDs because it's not, you know, you, you can't really forget to dispense it through whatever dispensing software you have. And mm -hmm. it's a double check. I mean, it would pop up again or you can see the, um, the, the amount you're dispensing. It will automatically calculate the balance going in and ba balance going out. Um, so there's no, uh, no um, errors with additions or, dis or subtractions. Um, so there's there's a there's multi benefits in the product. It really is, and and then I haven't even got onto reporting, which is another thing that that's fantastic about the product. So um, this, this is you know all these reasons are why it's such a popular product. Yeah, and and I guess you know it's uh, in, any technology is always possibly fallible um, and there's also some errors that we simply can't pick up from transference of records from dispense into a, yeah. a DD register whether it's a manual or an electronic one where by you know you may have um, you know someone misplace or drop a box when they open up the DD safe and therefore the balance is out yeah. um, do you have any internal checks to prompt pharmacists on either a weekly or fortnightly basis whichever the interval is chosen to actually yep. do a full audit of the dd safe and therefore you could print out what the balances should be and then yes. do a cross check yes so there's actually two two areas for, for that i mean what they can do and, and is quite common actually at the time of actually um dispensing or receiving or or, or adjusting stock for whatever reason um you can enable what's called, you tick a little uh, box in the software that says enable balance declaration for register entries and a, a window will then appear saying, for example, if you had 100 endone in your safe and you're dispensing 20 endone to a customer, um, which means there's 80 remaining, obviously, um, what will happen, it will pop up and say, you know, the um, original balance is 100, we're taking out 20, there will be 80 remaining, is this correct? And, you know, you, you can say yes or no. Um, and basically, um, if it is correct, it will update the balance in green, showing you so you've actually done the, um, the check right there and then. Um, but also, um, there's another area. When you do your stock check or reconciliation, uh, whenever that is in the pharmacy, um, there's a little, um, in the tools area, there's a little um, box that you tick. Um, and the system defaults to 30 days. So basically, um, what will happen in your medications list um, after 30 days, if you haven't done a stock check, the medications will turn red in colour. Uh, the, the actual you know, lines will turn red, and that alerts you to the fact that you need to do a, a stock check on those certain medications. Um, now, you can move that 30 days up or down depending on how often you want to do stock checks. Um, so, you know, the, the system is flexible based on the requirements of the pharmacy as well. But there are a lot of checks and balances in place in, in the software to ensure that, um, you know, you're following the right processes in the pharmacy. Yeah, and look, absolutely. And it just, you know, I guess reduces risk of error, but also, you know, absolutely. enables you to, you know, hopefully automate best practice as well. Um, exactly. and, and does it work on mobile devices? Because obviously the, the DD safes for most pharmacies are away from most workstations. So yeah. if one had to go to a uh, go to the safe to do the full check on the spot, um, yep. is that something that's possible to do? Well, not at the moment. I mean, it's a Windows-based system. Um but look, what I will say is, watch this space. You know, there we, you know, there is, uh, there has been talk of, I guess, a, a um, you know, web-based system which uh, potentially could work on, you know, tablets or, or phones. Um, but look, it's something we've obviously thought of. But look, currently, um, it's it's obviously desktop-based and uh, and Windows-based. So yeah. Yep.
Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Um, and and I guess you know, in terms of you know other applications, where obviously um, we're utilising different things for schedule eights. Obviously, in a very standard case where we're doing um, you know once you know daily daily pickups, daily dispensing, probably the most common practice for that would be a methadone or a subutex program. Um, your yep. your advanced program um, deals with that a little bit better. Yeah, so we've got MethDA, which is a very, very pro- uh, popular um, uh, opioid dispensing software. Um, it was actually our first product, hence the name MethSoft, you know, which is sort of short for methadone software. Um, is you know, it's, it's been around for over 10 years and it's extremely popular. It's really just for your, your opioids, you know, your methadone, your suboxone and, uh, and your subutex. Um, it's, you know, for, we, we highly recommend it for... Um, pharmacies that do have pharmacotherapy or you know, opioid uh, programs. Um, you know, there's a lot of similarities with DD Book. It's also a, a very, a very significant time saver. They can go com- uh, completely paper free in the pharmacy, which is of, of huge benefit to them. Um, you know, once again, it's all about the compliance as well. Um, you know, we, you know, we, we've obviously had to, you know, ensure that, um, you know, we, uh, we we get it, you know, compliant with the health department regulations. Um, there's reporting um, functionality in there, which is also fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 also like a one-stop shop for your whole. Um, opioid management program. I mean, you you actually um, you actually enter your scripts into the software, so there's no need to enter the scripts into your dispensing software. Um, it also has accounting functionality, so that you can track records of uh, payments in and out um, to your from from your patients, and you can bring up reports on you know who owes what uh, you know, over a period of time, or what is the pharmacy owed collectively by every patient. Um, so it's a, it's a very, very popular program and, um, yeah, we're very proud of it. Yeah, well, look, it definitely be overwhelming for a lot of colleagues who have been in this situation, particularly when their patient numbers get quite high um, yes. and therefore... You know the the manual record keeping can just simply, you know, get out of control. Um, particularly also measuring, you know, how much methadone you've actually got left in the uh, in the cylinders. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, keeping track of when people are arriving, when they've picked up, whether they've got takeaway doses. Um, so does it help to, I guess, systemize all of that so that Ab- you know you know exactly what stage you're at at any one given time. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the, the best, I guess, way I could, just, I could describe it is, um, you know, look, the software's been around over 10 years. It's undergone many, many upgrades. Like, we, we're, very, um, uh, we're very big in, in the company on, um, you know, uh, uh, upgrading the software to ensure that it is, is at the, you know, the, the forefront of um, technology. Um, you know, we, we make sure that... Um, that it, no matter what the request by the pharmacist, the, the software has the ability to do it. And believe me, over the years, we've had, you know, various, um, you know, scenarios, you know, curveballs and left field questions about um, typical scenarios or untypical scenarios in the pharmacy and can, can the software handle it? And just, you know, you can rest assured that um, the, the software does pretty much everything that, that, you, can, um, that you can be asked. Um, you know, and, and we've built that up over, you know, a long period of time, you know, anything to do with dose variations or takeaway scenarios or pre-preparing doses or wh- whatever you can think of that the software generally can handle it. Um, and, you know, we, we, we will continue to do upgrades um, on a regular basis to ensure that we stay at the forefront of those, um, uh, uh, you know, of, of those requirements. And um, it's actually on our website. If you look at the About Us page, uh, there's a little sort of a section on, you know, what differentiates us in the marketplace. And it's our, um, we believe it's our ability to listen to customers and act on their requests um, on a regular basis. So um, the software, I mean, that's why it's, it's a, you know, one of the reasons why it's such a popular software is that we, we listen to our customers. And um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, we, we're really, as I said, we're very proud of it. Yeah, and we'll link through that to the show notes as well for for everyone listening. And I get, and I guess as well, we probably it would be a good idea. If, is there any particular pharmacies that um, you've worked with um, either through the DD Register product or MethDA um, that you know it's the products have really changed? I guess the way they function around either opioid dispensing or just even high high levels of DD entries, um, and you know what they perhaps looked like before you started 
started working with them and perhaps afterwards? Sure. Well, I can, I mean, I can, I can tell you right now from my, you know, my father's pharmacy went from, <laughs> went from the, you know, paper-based to, to um, electronic re- uh, recording of the, the methadone. Um, you know, one pharmacy I visited fairly recently, Lewis Pharmacy on Balaclava Road, you know. I mean, the, the comments we get is that it's just changed their life in terms of how they, um, how they manage it and they would never, ever go back to paper. Um, you know, you speak to anyone who has our software. I mean, you know, I mentioned before about going up to APP and hearing all the brilliant comments and feedback from our, our customers. You know, they, they're so thankful um, that, that we built these products and, and we continue to develop these products because it, it genuinely helps them out. It, 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 uh, it, it makes them more efficient and forces compliance and, you know, it puts a smile on their face. It really does. And, um, you know, I, I don't look, there, there, there will, all, there can always be a first, but not to my knowledge, have we ever lost any pharmacy that, that will, that will ever go back to paper recording, uh, you know, whether that is DD book or, um, or the meth DA, um, because if there's a better way, you know, why would you not stick with it? Yeah. And have there been, been any pharmacists that you've worked with? Uh, I guess, you know, you mentioned obviously you're looking out for how you can improve the product. If they've made suggestions, is it something that's required a critical mass to get upgraded? Or is it something that, you know, even <clears throat> if you find a, a, a typical process that can be improved, you know, one of your customers can, uh, I guess, work with you and your developers to create that enhancement in the product? Sure. Look, obviously, with critical mass, you know, we hope to have, you know, the, the software up to date if there's a, a lot of pharmacies who, who uh, you know, require a, a particular, uh, you know, part of uh, functionality, I guess. So we, we believe that the, the software, you know, you know for, for all our software really is at that point anyway. It's, it's actually more individual pharmacies, which I think, once again, differentiates us. Is that you know? I mean, you know, we we have a um, for example, um, you know, currently from the from a charging point of view, um, you know, you can do daily, weekly, um, or per batch or per dose. And we had a we had a particular pharmacist that um, um, you know I was doing a training with, and they said, look, we actually charge every um, every uh, two weeks. Um, is it possible to get functionality in for that? And you know, we discussed it. And um, in the next update, uh, I believe that will that will be coming in, or uh, you know, uh, fortnightly and monthly charging. So they're the type of scenarios where it's just a, a particular individual pharmacist that uh, requires it. And um, if it's not uh, too onerous on on uh, you know what else we're doing, um, you know, we always take. Uh, uh, customer requests very seriously and if we can do it we will and that's how we uh, we stay ahead of the pack yeah and, and i guess just touching on that as well like you know we quite often uh, do a little bit of crystal balling on this show into where things may go and uh, you know i suppose that both you, both you and carl may have thought about you know in 10 15 years time you know what you what you could see the the company and the products looking like but if you threw down those two big barriers of uh, i guess time and resources um, you know what would you you love to implement in pharmacies today sure um it's a very very good question uh, look i think that you know probably over half of pharmacies now uh, you know nationally um you know use dd book which is which is fantastic for us i mean hopefully if if if, if you get a hundred percent you know whenever that might be using some form of electronic register um, that would be not not just helpful for them, but also helpful for um, all the health departments from a reporting um, and potentially a recording point of view. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, noise in the in the marketplace, or sorry, in, in the pharmacy world and also in the doctor world about um, um, real time prescription monitoring and, and things like that. Because you know there's there's abuse of Schedule Eight medications and, and things like that. And if everyone can be on a system that's hooked up. Um, you know that, that that can be reported on. You know, then it would it would obviously be not not just great for the pharmacies, but but also the governments, which could um, get that data and uh, and uh, use it really uh, you know really effectively. I guess. Um, yeah. Look, th- th- there's multiple ways that um, that uh, you know that that I guess technology can help um, help pharmacies. And I think you know in many ways we've just scratched the surface. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess, um, you know, that's, that's all, you know, it'll all evolve and, 
we'll get there eventually, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I, guess, I guess as we find with all sorts of processes and things in pharmacy that we look at what pharmacy may look like moving forward. And, you know, I think what could be automated will be automated. Um, yeah. You know, certainly, you know, what, what can be, uh, I guess... Uh, taken away through use of smart technology and can be delegated out to other services will probably happen as well. But I guess not losing sight of, you know, where, where we can go on that journey. You know, we look at things like, obviously, through your uh, meth DA program, you're able to track the amount of methadone uh, left in your cylinders as you, as you move yes. through. But it could even be to the case, and we've spoken to a number of automation providers on the show as well, um, and, and that might be a question maybe you've been asked before is that, you know, could you, you know, perhaps have your inventory tracked automatically through a dispensing robot or is there some particular issues that you found with uh, that kind of concept? Um, when you say dispensing robot, you mean like electronic pumps? Is that what you're referring well, to? Well, yeah, so an electronic pump, I guess, for, for the methadone, but for our prescription medicines, uh, uh, probably about 4% of pharmacies now may have uh, pres- uh, dispensing robots uh, whereby most of their prescription medicines will be stored inside um, and right. then... And then uh, Provided by an electronic arm and shoot uh, oh, to yes, the pharmacy. Oh yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I but, so, yeah, sorry. I know. You, I beg your pardon. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, look, anything's possible, you know. Like, I mean, I'm not a, uh, I'm not from a, a te- you know, a, an IT background or technology background, but you know, anything's possible, and we, you know, we, we we're certainly, um, you know, we we try and push the boundaries in the, in this company about what can and can't be achieved, and if there's something that we can, do, you know. Uh, deliver deliver or develop that will make the pharmacist's life easier i mean that's the ethos of the company is um you know making their i guess um creating products that help with um with you know efficiencies and compliance essentially so yeah yeah, you know we're 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 very open to, to embracing new technologies and and uh, whether it's dispensing arms and you know being integrated with infantry management or, or whatever the case may be, um, this is something that you know we're we're always open to exploring. Yeah, because I guess you know at the end of the day, you know we always you know probably focus on you know what do our customers actually want from us, and you know all of these administrative things, you know counting balances, you know making sure that compliance is met. Um, if you asked any one of them, they're not going to say that they hope that their pharmacist is the most compliant pharmacist because really for them, they're the most helpful. So the way we look at a lot of this is really, you know, trying to, you know, I guess automate as much of that as possible so we can give ourselves as much time to actually solve those real problems with our patients. And, uh, you know, that's one of the, I guess, the great exciting things that technology can bring to pharmacy. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more there, Robert. (laughs) Uh, Fantastic, James. Look, it's been great having you on the show today. I know our listeners will take a lot away from it and certainly perhaps may be able to remove or prevent a few extra grey hairs growing up when uh, they're swamped with their DDs uh, and all the (laughs) compliance around it. So we look look forward to following yours and uh, Methsoft's journey and uh, having you back in the not-too-distant future. Fantastic, Robert. It's been an absolute pleasure um, having me on. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, yeah, no doubt, um, I'll be more than happy to come come on, um, you know, in, in the not too distant future. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, James. No worries at all, Robert. Have thank, a, you. thank you so much. Cheers. We talk so much on this show about creating smarter, more successful 21st century pharmacies, and there's probably no process that's more akin to this transformation, pardon the pun, of the DD Register. It's an old, archaic, nice-bound book that'll probably look very nice in an antique library one day, but in order for us to be more efficient in what we do to be able to leverage our time better to spend more time with our patients, these are the types of processes we need to be automating to be able to create that time. And the EDD register by Methsoft is certainly one of those, as we heard over 50% of pharmacies are using them right now, which is absolutely brilliant. And it's great that the innovation keeps flowing through in terms of being able to integrate well with our existing dispense systems. My three key learnings, well, the first one is we need to automate these one percenters. As we spoke with Mark Lehman back all the way back in episode 35, your business is what you haven't automated yet, and what could be automated will be automated. 
So you need to be able to take advantage of these. And it's not simply a case of one magic product that will do it all, but it's recognizing a need for it. So if you do a large number of DDs and you are spending a lot of time, perhaps at the end of the day, reconciling all those DD entries that you simply pushed aside because you didn't have time in the workflow to complete it, then this is obviously going to be a great solution for you. And also, if you also happen to be running a pharmacotherapy program and you are inundated with all sorts of breaches of potential non-compliance because you've got really little control over where the doses are, where they've gone, whether you've captured payments, whether you captured signatures, again, all of these little things add up and ultimately drive our stress levels up but also detract from the real reason why we're there, which is to look after our patients. And I guess that's the second key learning as well, is reducing your risk of non-compliance decreases stress. Ultimately, if we don't have to spend hours each month in the office reconciling and correcting and checking all of our DD entries because something's gone awry, we can actually do all of that through a reporting system that we can be provided through very easily through a product like Methsoft. So it's something that's really important. And potentially, if you do land yourself in a position where you, your numbers and your DD register is out, you've got a good way of auditing back all the way through. And it even deals with dispense techs having to prepare and the pharmacist countersigning, which was a really nice thing to be able to see because it always gets very messy when you're countersigning in an individual book at the moment. So great to see that the innovation is coming. And I guess that brings us to this third key learning of demanding innovation to improve your workflow. I think too many times we go into our shelves when we're considering our dispense, our point of sale, any core systems that we're utilizing every single day and thinking, well, we just need to deal with what we're being given and not demanding anything better. The challenge is, and this is where we take an open mind to what can be improved, what can be automated, is to actually look at these processes and not be happy with the way they are, but actually consistently always looking for efficiency and improvement and giving that to your technology vendors and saying, this is what we would like. I think too often, and perhaps we still have a few vendors in the industry that will only innovate on critical mass, but I think there are going to be vendors like Methsoft and others that are coming into the industry as well who are going to be a lot more responsive. So don't feel that you need to settle for what you currently have as that's the best available. There is always a better way and ultimately where we find that better way, we get more efficient, creating more time for us to spend with our patients. Well, that brings us to our transformation motivational quote of the week, which comes from episode 35 with Mark Lehman, the CEO of Sasu. And that is, you are what you haven't automated. I love that quote purely and simply because there are three things we can do to improve our productivity and our overall happiness in our workplace. And ultimately, those are three things, elimination, delegation, and automation. And there is so much more possibility and potential for automation than we've ever seen before. And particularly when we look at this episode of what we can do with an electronic DD book that we can't do with a manual process, it's remarkable what it can achieve for us. And all of these one percenters, as we mentioned in our three key learnings, all add up to a much happier pharmacy owner being us, but also a much happier team and a much more productive team in our dispensary, which means more time that we can spend with our patients, which is really what it is all about. Don't forget, we've got a big interview coming your way next week. It's funny we talk about productivity because that's exactly what you're going to learn next week about how to make your retail space more productive, that is your team, and also your merchandise as to what areas of your store you can move around to optimize it for your patients and customers. And we're going to talk to David Marr from Kepler Analytics, who's going to share with you a fantastic tool which you can utilize so easily and so quickly to give you a best snapshot as to where your customers are going, where they're spending their time, but also how productive your team is in particular areas and perhaps times where you might need more or less, so we can get that balance really, really strong. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, leave a comment in the show notes. There is always space for you at the bottom, and I read and respond to everyone. And my guests like James today are more than happy to respond to your questions individually as well. And of course, don't forget to grab your free audiobook from audibletrial.com forward slash transformation. The link's in the show notes as well. So don't lose the dog. Don't jump off the treadmill. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great week, everyone, and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye for now.